You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. Morning, everybody. Shot of propane. Don't know what number it is. I'm walking again, even though I said I wouldn't do them while walking, but tough. Um, a few things to talk about today. One is uh, one is how noisy the cars are when you record something when you're walking. Um, one is uh, the beta version of the new iOS software that Yusuf forced me to sign up to. He like got, like honestly, he got me against the wall. He had a like a one of the, the the little kitchen knives, like the little short kitchen knives, and he had it against my neck. He was like, if you don't sign up for the new iOS beta software, I'm gonna cut you. That's what he said. So, so I signed up for the new iOS beta software, which is a bit rickety. Um, I am joking, by the way. No one, please report yourself to the police. Um, so it's a bit rickety, but there's a few cool features that I want to speak about. That are, it's all related, the same topic. And the second one, the second thing I want to talk about is a debrief of a competition that I've just been to, powerlifting competition, which was the British uh, Nationals. So kind of the main event of the year in the powerlifting world in Britain. Um, so I'll talk about Nationals first. So it was a an absolute nightmare. The worst meet I've been to, easily the worst meet I've been to. Uh, and there's the reason for that is actually nothing to do with powerlifting, believe it or not. So uh, about a week ago, I, well, yeah, a week ago, I was helping uh, my uncle move house. And one of the things that uh, needed to be moved was a massive garden shed um, that needed to be kind of like taken in and out of a rental van and um, sheds, in case you don't know, pretty awkward shapes. There's nothing to hold on to. There's nothing to, um, no way to like easily carry. You can't just like put it in your shoulder and like, oh, I've got a shed. Um, so, so we ended up kind of like maneuvering this shed around some corners and getting it in the back of his uh, garden. And uh, you know, there's that moment where you're like, I spend all this time in the gym and here I am like out of breath and struggling with a shed. Like the first time I try and apply uh, my, all of my fitness efforts into the real world for the first time in like months and I can't, I struggle. But anyway, so, um, the next morning, woke up, I was like, oh, I'm injury free, thank God, thank God for that. <coughs> and it was stupid, like I shouldn't have done it a week before a competition, but anyway. Um, but later that day, I started to notice a bit of a niggle in my, like, my side, basically. Um, I thought, it's okay, take some, take some paracetamol, take some ibuprofen on the day of the competition, it'll all be okay. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all fine. Friday, come to get on a plane to fly to Southampton to rent a car to drive to Portsmouth, uh, the most convenient location for a powerlifting meet if you live in Newcastle. Um, and we, the plane was delayed, so we're sat in this, in kind of the cafe, uh, well, it was a bar, it was a pub, um, and stood up to go get on the plane and just, the pain was searing, like so, so bad. Um, and what I think I did, I still don't know, to be honest for certain, but what, I, what I'm pretty sure it is, is a, an intercostal pull. So basically the muscle that sits between your ribs. 
um, and the, the pain was honestly like nothing I've ever experienced before. It was um, really hard to recreate, so like, unlike a back injury where, or like a muscle pull anywhere else to be honest, if you kind of move in a specific way or like move a joint around, you're like, ah, yep, that's what hurts. Within intercostal, because it's used in so many different things, like including like breathing, coughing, laughing, um, it's really hard to place what causes the pain. So I'd be walking along fine, pain-free, and then suddenly it's like this stabbing pain in your side. So anyway, Crimea River, right? Anyway, um, Saturday morning, uh, woke up to go and help uh, Dan, which he is at Dab Gibson, D-A-B Gibson. Um, if you follow our podcasts, you'll know why he's called Dab Gibson. Um, on Instagram, so when it went to help him lift, uh, and as I was like spotting, well, well, not spotting, as I was like helping try and load the bar in the warm up room, it became pretty apparent pretty quickly that it was like, wow, like I can barely walk, uh, I can barely lift a plate, never mind try and compete in 24 hours' time. So, disappointment, frustration starts to set in. The fact that I realized like I've flown to Southampton for this just to be at a powerlifting meet that I can't even compete at. Um, and as that's happening, like the, the emotional override starts to kick in. It's like, fuck this, you know, this is ridiculous. I'm just not gonna compete, I'm gonna pull out the competition. Um, but people I was with, so Dab, Gemma Sirtees, you can follow both of them on Instagram, both uh, propane athletes, and my girlfriend were all like, suck it up, get over yourself take some painkillers, you've come here, you might as well get a total. Which, for those of you who don't follow powerlifting, is basically you have to complete a squat, a bench, and a deadlift in compliance with the rules in order to get a, get a total and say that you officially competed in the meet. So, um, Sunday comes around, arrive at the powerlifting meet, uh, weigh in under my new weight class, thank God. Um, more about that in another episode, I suppose. <clears throat> um, and do my first opening squat, I was like, oh, that felt okay. So like the actual bar on my back didn't hurt, but as soon as I took a breath in to brace, I was like, oh my God, that's so painful. <laughs> Trying not to um, let on to the judges who are sat staring at me. Um, and then second attempt, I had 10 kilos to the bar, second attempt, got it halfway up and it like bar like stacked like sticks and hangs in the air, um, fighting against it. And I just felt like, as I was doing that, I just felt the, the injury sort of go from like a five out of 10 to an 11 out of 10. Walked off the platform, could barely walk, skipped my third attempt, tried to bench press, realized that benching even the bar hurt, um, and just ended up basically putting up numbers that were, um, for me and for like, for what I should have been doing, were really, really pathetic to be honest. Um, and I think so I ended up on a 135 bench press and I planned like over 150, and I ended up on a 260 uh, deadlift opener, and I planned on 310, 320. So, very disappointing, to be honest. But, as always, with shots of propane, it's not just a sob story of Johnny's life, it's a lesson that can be applied. And the, the lesson essentially that I learned, or that I realized was, when something like that happens, look at my hair, terrible. I think I'm gonna get it cut. Don't tell Chris Williams um, or Yusuf. Um, the lesson is, when 
when you're in a situation like that, so it's very, very raw, it's very like a right in front of your face of, it's obviously still fitness, so like I'm having a bad session, having a bad gym session basically, um, or something isn't going how I want it to, but it's instantly happening right in front of me and there's nothing I can do about it. Um, and the emotional reaction that you probably felt yourself whether like it's when you step on the scales and they're high and they should you know you, you've not get, you've not lost weight and you should have lost weight or you try and hit a squat pb in the gym or you try and have a good session and you don't it goes terribly the emotional reaction that most of us feel is like to hell with this like i'm not bothering this is terrible blame the coach blame the program blame the process get angry at yourself and that's exactly how i felt when i was standing in the warm-up room or standing sort of after my squat. I just wanted to get out of the meet. I wanted to get out of the, get out of the whole place. Um, quit powerlifting and all this sorts of stuff. And had it not been for, excuse me, had it not been for Dan, Gemma, and my girlfriend kind of saying, look, like, if you don't do this, you will just regret it. I know it hurts, but like, here I am now walking and it's, the injury's improving massively. Um, it hurt at the time, really hurt at the time, but I'm so glad that I just put a total up because at least my time there was like I achieved something. I got a medal, um, which I know like big deal. I got a medal, I got a total, and I got like a hell of a lesson, which is that like even in searing pain, I can still deadlift 260, which is quite cool. Um, so really it's just the importance of just not being by yourself with this stuff. Um, and whether that is like, whether your goal is to lose five kilos for a holiday or whether your goal is to compete in the british nationals if you try and do it by yourself if i had been there by myself i would have quit them i would have dropped out of the meet after my second squat and i would be telling you a very different story about how you know you shouldn't train on injuries and and maybe yeah maybe you shouldn't but the point is is that it took a little bit of objective like get over yourself johnny for me to actually have a meet that was that I'm actually quite proud of ultimately um, even though yeah it didn't go very well but I'm proud of myself for pushing through it and so that's the lesson is just and this isn't just a plug for coaching like obviously we coach people obviously I feel like that is a valuable service but you don't have to have a coach if you can't afford one you don't want one but just have someone else that you can call and ask for advice or that understands what you're going through and can give you an objective input because without that you'll pull out of the meat, hypothetically, you'll pull out of the hypothetical meat, hypothetically, um, and you'll give up when things bite you and get difficult. And how does this relate to the iOS software? Well, the new iOS software, when it eventually gets released to the non-beta testers, um, has limits on it for app usage. So this is my first experience of this yesterday. Um, I set myself an hour for social media use um which i thought like that's loads like, there's no way i'll be on social media apps for an hour a day that's ridiculous and it got to like 3 p.m yesterday and i got this like pop-up warning at the top of the screen saying you're five minutes away from your limit and i'm like i'm such a wanker like how can i how can i have spent an hour like i, can't, I couldn't even tell you what i'd done on social media that day it's just like sort of background browsing and time wasting um, so five minutes after that, like my phone just locked me out of Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, WhatsApp, Telegram, like everything. 
So I was like, well, man, it's really clever. Like it's clocked all of everything that's even vaguely related to social media. Um, and I tr you try to open the app and it goes, you're over your limit. And it even gives you the option to ignore the limit. But you're like, I, I already feel like an idiot. I'm not gonna make myself feel like even more of an idiot for not even being able to stick to the ambitious limit that I set myself. So I spent yesterday evening not being able to use social media at all on my phone, which is the first time in, in ages that I've had that limitation. Um, again, it's someone else making me do something, or it's someone else setting the limits, someone else setting the guidelines. It's just the power, the constant reminder of the power of being accountable to something or someone, and the power of having something objective in your life, because this, unfortunately, your emotions, your mindset, your thoughts, just get in the fucking way all the time. And you have a goal that you say on day one that you want, by day five, you've rationalized some other ridiculous convoluted scenario that means that you don't have to do it anymore. So get someone or something to hold you accountable and to keep you objective. That's everything for the shot of propane. I'll speak to you guys soon.